This is Spotlight on Lead Poisoning, brought to you by Southern United Neighborhoods, a nonprofit that works on environmental issues and helps people buy their own homes and fix their credit. Call them at 1-800-239-7379 or go on the web at southernunitedneighborhoods.org for more information. My name is Marie. Um, thank you to Oliver Thomas and WBOK for allowing us to replay this radio show on Spotlight. Our social media rolling, and uh, Beth looked at me and said, Oliver, you know what I'm talking about. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> you know what we're talking about. <laughs> keeping it real. Yes. One-on-one, and you guys are keeping it real here. Uh, but but keeping it real only, you, you know, the interesting thing, Miss Campbell and Beth, about this is that uh, to do it your way, actually, it, it 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 helps. Not only helps our city, it actually helps the system. It helps the system, and it it proves stuff to people around the the state of Louisiana that if you come with numbers and you can't get the information you need, get together as a group, protest. We've got uh, petitions to sign mm-hmm. on our website. You know. This is how it's going to get done. Miss Campbell, is, is that where, and I touched on it with Beth earlier, though, is that where we are in our society now, though? We back to the, the, those, those struggles and fights, the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and earlier, where, where, where community groups had to take it upon themselves. Have we, have we gone back to that time? Yes, we have. We're fighting for our rights. We're fighting for our health. We're fighting for our existence. You know, we have women having miscarriages by numbers and numbers and numbers. We don't have a solution for it. Is the solution pollution? Look like a bumper sticker. <laughs> like a bumper sticker and a slogan and a headline. Is this is the solution fixing the pollution? That's right. Uh, that. Uh, on, on, on another issue, but you know, in a way, what, what it seems to me like, even though you guys are suing the agency, you guys have done your homework. Uh, you've uh, dotted your eyes, crossed your t's. You you have partnerships with uh, with real experts uh, in this area. It would seem to me like, you know, uh, the water board would embrace this movement because then everybody would be on the same page, trying to give our citizens what they deserve, and that is a quality, potable reliable, safe water source. I'd like to um, give props right now to Tulane Environmental Law Clinic for uh, successfully filing this lawsuit and working with us on it, by the way. And also working with national experts that A Community Voice has been working with for some time Mm -hmm. out of the National Center for Healthy Housing. It is true that um, the community at large who are involved with lead, we call them leadheads, are very muchly aware of this problem. And Dr. Adrian Katner uh, from mm-hmm. LSU mm-hmm. is a leader in our state and probably nation right. going around testing water systems right. around the state. It's not just New Orleans. Right. Uh, unfortunately, this was just a big thing using this cheap lead um, in all the water systems. So that's the reason why we did win the state task force, a lead advisory task force, that the governor is now working to appoint members of to remove all the lead service lines in the state because it's a statewide problem. Absolutely. I mean, when you're talking about how it affects our community, 
we are in shock mm-hmm. about the mortality rate to African-American mothers. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that. There was a national study that was just done. And, you know, we lead the nation okay. in national studies. And right. that's not linked to lead. And yet mm-hmm. Dr. Milkey will tell you, um, you know, lead causes hypertension right. and uh, other, you know, issues that are related to but, 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 but death. How can our leaders say no, right? Given uh, given the the, the, the disparity death, uh, the great expectation studies, and the low birth uh, rate, the infant mortality uh, studies that have been done. Let's go back to the uh, the nineties and the Tulane lead abatement studies that were done in Central City in the Ninth Ward right. and, and 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 in the housing developments. How can they deny? How can they deny this? It's all about the money with them. This is going to cost real money, even though places like Madison, Wisconsin, just every time they repaired a street, removed all the lead lines right. so that it was less costly. And, of course, you are talking about manual labor. You're not talking about, you know, lawyers level. Right. But maybe they don't care about that because uh, they can't get a contract kickback if their own crews do it. So I'm just saying that uh, there is a cost. I, I, we, we caught that. I caught that. <laughs> there is a cost factor involved here. But um, they can get away with it because they're completely unaccountable. And their whole model is to obfuscate. Their model How much is, is it to worth lie. to save our lives? It's mm. worth everything. Is and it, it's our health. It's oh, not yeah. just our lives. Yeah. It's quality. That's, How do you put a price on that? How do you put a price on it? Ms. Campbell, at the end of the day, that's, that's the foundation of your, of your question in this initiative. How much does it cost to save our lives? That's right. I have a son, and he was robbed of his intelligence with the condition they call autism. Right. So, you know, what's the price to me? What did that cost me? Another very important, profound conversation here uh, about systems, about accountability, about where do we go from here. Ms. Beth Butler with uh, Executive Director with A Community Voice and Ms. Deborah Campbell, uh, who's not given just given her life uh, to this, she's given her story. This is uh this is personal. It is, know. it is, it is, and he's my only child. You ain't going anywhere. No way. I'm here to fight till the end. How can people uh, line up? What, is there a website they can go to? Uh, one more time. Uh, when is the, the this case going to be in court? Where do they show up? Uh, because uh, Beth and Ms. Campbell, first of all, thank you all for painting this picture because, you know, when we first started this conversation, it was about those uh, water lines and being re- replaced. It was about infrastructure and rebuilding a system. But for me, and I think for our listening audience, y'all have successfully painted a picture about uh, 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 pollution in Louisiana and, 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 and having a water source that may not be reliable. And what we can do, not only Atlanta, and, 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 and having a water source that may not be reliable, and what we can do, not only to fix it, but what we can do to protect it and stop a lot of the, uh, uh, a lot of the catastrophe and a lot of the sadness that's happened yeah. from having uh, lead-based water. Uh, Beth, anything you want to add before we... I do. Uh, New Orleans children have had higher lead blood poisoning levels than Flint, Michigan. Okay, even when Flint, Michigan was at its highest crisis level, 
the children of New Orleans, blood poisoning levels were higher. They remain higher than Flint's today. This is a crisis, and by the way, it's a crisis for adults, elderly, people in poor health. Having the kind of lead poisoning that we have, not only from the housing, which you know, please do not dry sand your house, it disperses it everywhere and has poisoned neighborhoods. Um, That's a source of poisoning. But this ongoing, consistent, tiny amount of lead that we get in the water, and it could be higher than that, it's created a health crisis for our community that has not been acknowledged except by our experts. And you can go on the website, as Deborah Campbell said, to acommunityvoice.org. And you will find the petition. You can pass it. You can get to religious leaders to sign it. Because right now we're in the community education phase of this campaign. And it is no small. Out there in the field, I ran into a community voice member, Joanne Jackson. And I asked her about what she thought about lead in the water. And so what do you think about the fact that there's lead in everyone's drinking water? I think that the lead in the drinking water has been there for years and it very well probably has affected many of our young people and some of the behaviors that we see in our children and our children's children may be a result of it. Uh, Dementia and a lot of the other um, problems that older people are having may very well have to do with the amount of lead that's accumulated in their bodies over the years. But once again, if it's not happening in their community, to their children, to their wives and husbands, it doesn't seem to have as much importance. But now, when it's happening in the lower nine and to people that look like me, it just doesn't seem to rate high enough to get the concern that it should get. And the action, concern is good, but we need some action. What do you want the Sewage and Water Board to do? I want them to give the information that they've been asked for in regards to what houses actually have had the lead uh, line replaced and what has been the um, the reason that they aren't doing it. You know, if they can, as someone mentioned earlier, give this guy a 9% raise, he shouldn't have got that raise for doing such a lousy job. That money should have gone to doing what needed to be done for the improvement of the sewage and water board procedures. You know, so if he had any kind of a, a seriousness about doing what he's supposed to do, we should give that money back and have it put towards getting uh, what we need done in regards to getting the lead out of the water. And some of the schools still haven't had the uh, proper lines put in so our kids at school are not drinking lead water. And remember, to all of the ladies with babies, your physicians are supposed to give your babies the uh, test to see if they have lead. That's mandated by uh, the WIC, not WIC, um, who is it? The state. Medicaid. The state by Medicaid. So mothers and fathers and grandmas and grandpas, whoever's taking those babies to the doctor, be sure that that doctor is testing your baby for lead. And we want water filters put on all of the um, water faucets at the, the schools. And really, it should be mandatory everywhere. You know, that's something that the city council could, could actually do and mandate that gets done. And for the cost of life and health, it's not a horrible investment, you know, because then 
with all of the favors that they get called into regularly, somebody should be able to get some filters for our community. All right. You have been listening to Spotlight on WAMF LP New Orleans on 90.3 FM and streaming at WAMF.org. A recording of this broadcast and subsequent broadcasts are available at southernunitedneighborhoods.org.